Kitzur Shulchan Aruch Halacha. We're up to Simon Hay Sifkatan Tes Zayin, and we were talking about doing Dvarim Shabikdusha in a place where there's erva and not to be facing it, um, so that one can do Dvarim Shabikdusha to turn away. And now we're going to, and I mentioned then also what does that mean? We were talking about not not just regular places that get covered. Um, and I meant by that, like, there are certain places that get covered that if you touch them, you get tummy hands, like, for example, a foot. A person's foot, if they, if they, or, or scratching, a, 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 scratching the head, things that are what they call that person gets uh, tummy. But right now, we're going to be talking about other kinds of places that are supposed to be covered, and if they're not, and if they're not covered, it's considered immodest. Gufa Isha, the, the, the body of a, of a woman, any place on a body that is the t- place to be covered. In other words, as I said before, and it's, when it's not covered, it's considered immodest. If it gets uncovered, the, the width of a tefach. Uh, the hair of a married woman. That it is the way of of married of, of Jewish married women to cover their hair. In this if a portion of it got uncovered, it's considered an immodest thing, a erva, for a man. So a man, if he's in the presence of that, can't say a davar um can't learn, can't daven, facing that. It doesn't make a difference if it's his wife or if it's a different woman totally. Either which way, he cannot do Dvarim Shabbat Dusha facing it. Avel, however, that if it's a woman that is seeing it or that it is facing a woman, and she's wondering whether or not she's able to do Dvarim Shabik Dusha facing this. It's not considered an erva. It's not considered an immodest place that cannot be um, done Dvarim Shabik Dusha across from it. Kol Zemr Meisha, the sound of the voice of a woman singing. Choshev Gam King Erva, that is also considered uh, an, a, a, something that's immodest and uh, an erva. For, for again for a man to to be to be hearing it, um, and therefore if if something is being heard in that in that place in that presence, he should not be um, doing dvarim shvigdusha, davening, laying kriyashma. However, let's say it's it's there's a shasatchak. It's impossible for whatever reason. Um, he doesn't have the ability to. Turn it off to stop the person from doing it. That he he hears it, um, and he doesn't have the ability to to complain and to stop and to stop them. He should not, because of that, be um, hold himself back from saying kriyashma, learning taira. Um, and, and davening where he's supposed to, when he's supposed to. 
So the example that I could think of, let's say there's out, right outside of the shul, there's uh, somebody playing uh, loud music. Let's say uh, a non-Jewish person is playing loud music right outside of a, a, a shul, um, and, and there's no way to, to, to stop them. Uh, so And the sound is coming into the shul. Do they have to stop and not, not be allowed to 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 learn and to daven in that shul? And the Mishnah, the 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 kids shochnar is saying no, just elias ametz lechavin bechol levavai. A person should strengthen himself to think with his whole heart lekedusha, just unholiness. Show lekedusha shows on the holiness of the thing that he's he's doing, whether it's Torah or tefillah or kriyshma or whatever. Yiten leiv aleha, and he should to specifically try to train his mind away from. That the, the the sound of that woman, that woman that, that he's hearing. Yeah, Shakrata and have a great day.